Hi, and welcome to the Sydney Coach Replay Show. I'm Corey Camp, your host, and today we have one of our Sydney Virtual Coaches, Kelly Pittman, with us. Kelly is a 33-year educator who most recently served with the Alaska Statewide Mentorship Program and served on the Alaska State Performance Review Board. She's also been a presenter at district, state, and national conferences, and I'm really excited to talk with her today. She's a viewer of the Simi Coach Replay Show, so if you've watched back some of our previous episodes, you're going to see that she's engaged in a few of those. So I'm excited to have you here as our featured guest, Kelly. Welcome. Oh, thank you, Corey. I'm glad to be here in person this time instead of just viewing. I know. I love it. I love it. It's always great to see you um, in on in on those conversations and those comments. You have some great questions from our coaches that are featured. So I love having the spotlight on you today. Uh, today, you're going to be talking with us about systems and routines. And specifically, you're going to be sharing with us a little bit about um, a routine from Teach Like a Champion and Doug Mom's work called Threshold. Right? That's right. That's right. The threshold is really thinking about how teachers can be thoughtful and strategic about their first interaction with each student. It's uh, greeting the students at the door, the threshold, and it's a procedure that gets our classes off to a good start by improving those student readiness and the minimizing the potential behavior problems that you can have. So we all want that in our classrooms. By physically standing at the threshold of your classroom, teachers have an opportunity to remind students where they are. You're in my classroom with my expectations. And also remind them how they feel about each of them. So getting specifically proactive in that relationship building, or maybe even front-loading attention for those attention seekers that we all know. And then also, we're setting those expectations for the entire class period. So the expectations will start right there with some eye contact and a cordial greeting. I love that. And, and you know, one of the things that I use this strategy on uh, in my own classroom a lot. Um, and, and for me, I think the most important part is because I'm a relator, it was that relationship piece. I worked in um, my most recent district was a district where many of my students, I was um, quite possibly, not just me, but the other adults in that school, we were the only positive um, interactions they might have with an adult during the day. And so it was really important. They wanted to, they had that attention seeking because they weren't receiving that in their um, other environments but then it was also really important for us to like you said set the stage they've had a few moments i worked in middle school so they had about seven minutes to kind of be with peers and usually when they were not going to the restroom and getting their things done they were interacting <laughs> with their peers and then asking mm -hmm. them in my class but um it was definitely that way to kind of say okay we're coming in here, we're gonna switch our brains back into learning, and here's the first thing that you're gonna do as you walk in the room, as opposed to trying to herd cats once they came in. So I think I think that's a really good strategy. Yeah, it's, it's a game changer, it really is. And we have research, recent, of 2018, that tells us that greeting students at the door sets that positive tone 
and can increase the engagement of your students and redu reduce the disruptive behavior. So, and it doesn't take that much time, doesn't need to. You can get great rewards from just a small thing. Standing there at your threshold, when students are entering the class, you exchange positive verbal or nonverbal interaction, right? That establishes the positive climate that you want. Then you offer some pre-corrective statements to prevent student misbehaviors. And then you also prompt the class from the doorway, you know, into getting onto the bell ringer activity and just setting those expectations and uh, reviewing the learning goals that's already posted. So, you know what else the research uh, tells us? That it's not just good for the students. A welcoming classroom environment also improves teachers' mental health. So, when we think about, yeah, right? <laughs> we think about like half, half, over half teachers, half of teachers uh, document they feel stressed with student disengagement or disruption. So, you know, you want to implement threshold so that you can set your students up for success, create the positive learning environment, and then contribute to your own enthusiasm. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, um, I talk a lot with individuals about some of the reasons self-reflection isn't as intuitive for individuals. And one of those is compl the complexity and busyness of our role as educators. We've got a million and 10 things that we're trying to accomplish in a given day and move several different students at several different levels into meeting their full potential. And we also have habituation. The longer we've been teaching, in a particular classroom or a subject or that doing that one um, lesson activity, the more that autopilot can kind of set in and the less we see our learners. So that makes so much sense to me that when you make that, that personal connection with each of your students as they come in, it keeps that, that personal touch in with them um, it, for you. So I love that. So we've got a video here and I'm gonna begin sharing my screen. Right. And, a, and it's a fifth grade classroom teacher who's implementing this routine. And so as I begin sharing this, uh, will you tell us a little bit of what we're going to be looking for as or what we should be noticing as we're watching this video? Right. Okay, Corey. So during the video, let's notice where the teacher is standing for this routine. And um, let's see if we can determine her vision for the routine and the tone that she is set for the class period. Um, something else that we might think about is the opportunity the routine creates for pre-correcting student behavior. See if you notice that too. Okay. All right, here we go.
day five, when you're done, grab a red pen and go back. All right, so that's a short clip. We saw some of your comments scrolling here on this side as we watch this. Um, so going back to some of your look fors, right? So noticing uh, where the teacher is, definitely in that threshold of that door. Um, so what, what would you say with this video? I mean, we definitely see some model of this, but is, what are you wanting to point out for us? Well, um, I think you can determine her vision for standing at the threshold. I mean, she, she is clearly focused on what she wants to communicate to those students. Mm -hmm. And I think we can see the desired outcome, even though we can't see the students after they've entered, we can see that they are focused and moving right past where the camera is showing. So on their way to do what they've been told. Mm -hmm. um, how about the tone you think she's set for the period, the entire class period? Yeah, I, I mean, it's definitely a business tone, right? So it's, it's get in. Mm -hmm. There are a couple students who had some questions for her and she's like, now's not the time or place. You're holding up the line, get on in there. I even see that you, you talked about, um, you made a comment here, 15 students entered in under 25 seconds. So right, right, definitely about right. getting in that door and, and getting that folder out. Um, and that communicates some efficiency there for students. Like they're, you know, every moment counts. Right? Yeah. So, um, one thing that I did notice is, you know, we, we talked a lot just before this video about establishing those connections with our students. And um, this was much more of a directive get in, get this, this item out, and uh, get to work kind of thing. So, talk to me a little bit about what you would say there. And I noticed that you have a comment here at the end of the clip. Um, about the threshold strategy. Yep, this, this is uh, what I would say is this video is a great opportunity to coach the next step for using threshold routine. You know, the next step in building the relationships with students. And then I did use the Doug Lamov definition ver verbatim right there just to get that point across. So, oh, thank you. Yeah, highlighting it helps. But um, yeah, educators talk a lot about classrooms being a community of learners or a classroom culture. And we know we don't teach content in the abstract, we teach students. So we feel like winning kids over and building those relationships that works in our favor in the long run. So uh, I would like the next video from this teacher to show her exchanging positive verbal or nonverbal interactions with students. That would help to establish a positive climate and provide teacher. And it doesn't take away from the fact that she wants every moment to count, the efficiency of running the classroom, but um, it's also opportunity to create an environment that is positive and supportive so that students feel safe, take their academic risks, and think critically. And you know, that just, becomes a giant leap towards student success. So. Yeah, definitely. And when I think back to my years in the classroom and, and using a routine like this, um, some days it was like this. It was get in, get work. We've got a lot of stuff to do today. But the relator in me, one of the things I struggled with was some efficiency in implementing this routine. 
So one of the first ways I began using video, when I first started using video in my classroom 12 years ago, one of the first things, once I kind of learned the power of this tool was um, I was really struggling with, with pacing. I was constantly running out of time, no matter how much I cut fluff out of my lessons, I felt like I never had enough time, which I think we all feel like. Um, so one of the things I did was I started recording. I recorded a really long video because I thought my transitions are neat and tight. Um, I don't know where I'm, I'm losing my time, but I really feel like I'm time's being lost somewhere. And so I recorded from, I taught middle school, the moment that the students, the bell rang for the, you know, third period to leave and the entire time fourth period came in all the way till when the bell left for fourth period to leave. And I also had a paraprofessional in my classroom at that time. And one of the things I'd asked him to do was um, as much as possible when there was a transition to time it. Um, so then we sat down with that video and those times. So if we felt like something like took a little bit longer, we could use the video to go to that moment. Um, but immediately, we really didn't need to watch the video back initially because immediately we found that my time suck was here at the entrance of the classroom. Because like I said, I was in a district where we needed, our students needed that, that personal mm -hmm. connection. And mm -hmm. um, I had some of my students who were attention seekers, but I really spent a lot of time doing that. And it wasn't always at the door. So even if they came in single file, got ready to go, I had to manage the hallway. As soon as I came in the classroom, then I was making those connections with students at their seat while I was checking their homework on their desk. Um, and would get myself lost in conversation. So then what do you say to the person who struggles with the efficiency of this routine? Because I think you could go either way. I know I have. Oh yeah, you bet. You bet. So, you know, this, this video gives us an example of, of 15 students in less than 23 seconds. I think you need to decide how much time can you afford for this? And how can you meet both goals for the strategy in that time? So it might be um, having some cued statements, like students already know that if you are, oh, there you switched the screen on me. <laughs> but if students already know that you have a statement prepared, such as, um, I'm going to catch up with you on that later, that that's their cue. The expectation is that they move on and let the next student in the door Right, and then that's also kind of a, a, um, a motivation too, because you have students lined up and ready to go behind them too. So, so you can just say, well, let me catch up with you later and then do catch up with them later at a more appropriate time. There's yeah. other ideas too, I, I bet you have some. Well, I was gonna say, uh, you know, talking about the nonverbal side of this, it doesn't necessarily mean there has to be verbal communication exchange. I think about one of one of my longtime mentors, Stephanie Smith. Um, she mentored me as an early teacher and she had, um, she was a little bit of a self-proclaimed germaphobe, she said, but so instead of shaking kids' hands or high-fiving them, she would say peck the chicken. And so kids would just do a little peck on her palm, um, or they would do elbows, so they got to kind of fix it. And we, we've seen some of these videos. Some of these videos have gone viral right. here. There's right. different kind of, you know, welcomes into the classroom, and it's fun, and it's exciting, and it kind of sets that tone. So I want to make sure that we 
uh, mention the nonverbal, but then, you know, for me, one of my best strategies for that, I had a hard time cutting the conversation. That's where I struggled because I'm a talker and I'm a relater. Uh, so setting a timer was really helpful for me, a timer that would go off, you know, five or 10 minutes after the bell rang for us to get going. That was my, this bell ringer is over. I'm going to now move to the front of the classroom and begin, um, begin our lesson. So that was a good cue for not just me, but also my students. Like when that exactly went off, then they were like, okay, I think my conversation's over. And I could then say, no, hey, let's continue this later on. Um, right. right. You don't have a timer for each individual student, but you have a timer for the entire class to get into the room. Yep. And, and so just pointing to the timer might be the cue that that student needs to finish up their visiting with you and move on to let the next student through the door. Yeah, I love it. Well, this has been a great conversation, some great ideas that you've shared with us. So thanks again for joining us today, Kelly. Wow, thanks for having me. This was so much fun. It was. We're going to definitely have you back. And audience, tune in next week for another episode of the Sydney Coach Replay Show. Mm -hmm.